uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Out Loud with me, Patrick Watson. One of the hottest topics within UK business at the moment is the upcoming implementation of the GDPR regulations, which come into force in May. Luckily, we had just the man to take us through the regulations and what that means for businesses. Coldo Lloydy is the Global Data Privacy Officer for Avaya, so knows better than most what companies need to do to comply with the legislation. I started with asking Coldo to give me a basic overview of GDPR, what it is and why it's being introduced. GDPR is the General Data Protection Regulation, which enters into force in uh, 25th of May uh, of this year. That, that's my birthday, actually. What a, what a good present. Oh, OK. No, absolutely. A fantastic, wonderful birthday present. <laughs> yes, that, um, thank, thank you, EU. Sorry, I interrupted that. So it, it's a piece of legislation which basically strengthens the rights of data subjects, and data subjects are individuals, over their personal data. Um, and what companies do with their personal data. That is, that is the aim of the legislation. There is a current legislation, uh, which is a, the, the, a directive, uh, which um, has addressed that to a certain extent uh, since 1995. But what the European Union authorities are doing is they're really sort of upping the game and strengthening data subject rights and increasing the potential sanctions uh, companies could suffer if they do not comply with the with the legislation. So it's effectively strengthening the protection individuals have when it comes to their personal private data. That's right. That's right. Just as an aside, is this something Avaya customers have been asking you more and more about over the past year or 18 months? Yes, it, it's something which uh, Avaya customers are asking more about. Uh, they're asking more about what is uh, what is Avaya um, doing in order to um, help them um, comply with the uh, with the legislation. And what and that brings us on nicely to one of the things that we were going to discuss was the. Um, the binding corporate rules approval that Avaya's received. So, so what what is BCR for a start, and, and why is Avaya's approval for that so important? BCR. So, according to uh, the current legislation, and also according to the um, GDPR, um, in order to export personal data outside of the European Union, you need a legal basis to do that. A company needs a legal basis to do that. And there are various sort of legal basis. One of them is you're exporting to a country which is deemed adequate by the European Union. And there's only about sort of 20 of those countries. Uh, another one is um, if, you've, if you've got a contract, what is called a model clause contract with the uh, entity who you're exporting the data to. Uh, and another one is uh, binding corporate rules. So binding corporate rules, what it does is it enables Avaya to export personal data, to share personal data with the Avaya entities which are outside of the European Union. Um, so that's, that's what binding corporate rules does. Um, and the European Union data privacy authorities only give that authorization, only give that approval um, to companies which they believe have strong data handling practices 
and that uh, data subject rights are going to be adhered to uh, wherever that data is going to be handled, whether it's handled in Germany via via Germany, or whether it's handled in Japan via via Japan, or whether it's handled um, in Australia via via Australia. Um, so that's what BCR technically does. Um, I think what it what it uh, it also gives it gives companies um, a lot of prestige uh, because not not many companies have been able to achieve this um, and there's only uh, 90 companies uh, 90 multinationals that have have obtained this uh, this approval. So it's a pretty small and exclusive list in terms of you know who's been trusted, as you said, to to safely manage that that data across the globe. Exclusive list, and it's uh, uh, it certainly um, says uh, says a lot about uh, about our data handling practices, our good, strong data handling practices. Uh, and that's obviously just a, a small a small faction of many of the supporting aspects around GDPR, uh, and that and that approval is obviously important to to reassure Avaya customers that by using Avaya systems, they'll be compliant in at least that aspect in relation to the upcoming GDPR regulations. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I think another point to make uh, as uh, as regards uh, binding corporate rules is that uh, Avaya has obtained binding corporate rules as a controller of data, i.e. When it's, when it's using data for its own purposes, personal data for its own purposes, and also as a processor of data, which means when it's handling personal data on behalf of, for instance, um, our customers. Um, so that, um, for example, in our cloud solutions, um, when we handle personal data on behalf of our customers, we, we have got that sort of binding corporate rules approval. So with my birthday and deadline day for GDPR, as it were, the 25th of May, not too far away, as well as Avaya's approval for BCR being confirmed, there are some other steps that you've been taking to ensure data compliance is as tight as possible in terms of changing the data processing rules. What's the arrangement around that in terms of the changes you've made in advance of GDPR? So data processing agreements um, are agreements which a... um, controller of the data has to have with a processor of the data, uh, which basically gives the controller, uh, which basically means that the data processor has to follow the controller's instructions as regards to what is done with that data. Um, And also uh, uh, the data processor commits to adopting certain security measures, what the law calls certain technical and organizational measures over the data. Um, So we are rolling these uh, data processing agreements um, across all our customer and reseller base uh, who operate in the the EU, which will obviously enable them to comply with the legislation. Um, that's one of the one of the things we are doing. We've, we've got a um, a company uh, twenty four point um, GDPR and BCR compliance plan uh, to enable us to be uh, uh, compliant with uh, with this uh, legislation. Um, another of the things we're doing is we're looking at the features within our products 
which will enable um, customers uh, to comply with GDPR. Um, and I'm talking of features such as uh, consent mechanisms and call recordings, the different security features over our products, um, different features in order to delete documents which might have personal data and by documents uh, that encompasses things like call recordings uh, and also features which enable data to be located um, for our customers to be able to meet um, data subject rights like the right to be forgotten um, and um, the right to, to access to certain information. And, and all of those uh, aspects, like you said, the right to be forgotten, uh, authorised, you know, deletion, data removal, are part of the GDPR regulation. Uh, are there any other aspects which Avaya are working on to further reassure customers that Avaya platforms outside the ones that you've already mentioned are going to be compliant with this? We are working in Avaya Global Solutions process, which is basically the process which offers have to go through before they're released into the marketplace. And we are working to ensure that those offers uh, take into account principles of privacy by default and privacy by design, uh, which uh, our customers need to comply with when they're using the, uh, the technology. And that, that's really interesting. So is that advice that Avaya are providing to your existing customers on how, how they can comply else, elsewhere within their infrastructure? Yes, I mean, that's, that, that's advice which we are giving to our, our, our customers. It's also uh, certain features within, within our products as well. Um, so, um, for example, in Privacy by Default, we would have features which are more more privacy enhancing. For example, in our solutions, video solutions, which uh, enable um, recordings, the privacy by default setting would be non-recordings. Obviously, customers can change that and customize that um, to use it as they deem um, as they deem best. So, Colu, from from your perspective, obviously, Avaya are a huge global organization. They employ specialists like yourself to be able to understand these regulations and implement best strategies possible for Avaya to, you know, protect themselves and their customer base. But from the Avaya customer base, do, do, have you got the feeling that people are properly prepared for GDPR? Or if the, the way it's appeared from me, from other organizations that I've spoken to and customers, that people seem still generally unsure, considering it's only, you know, a couple of months away. Yes, I mean, it's, really a game-changing piece of legislation and it's requiring companies to do something which many, many companies have, have never done before. Um, for example, uh, the record of processing activities, you have to, companies have to record all the data, all the personal data processing activities which, uh, which they have. That is a very, very major task and companies are being required to do that because the legislator, the philosophy of the legislator is you need to know what processing activities you have, what data you have in order to be able to meet data subject rights. Um, so companies are approaching this um, in, 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 in different ways. Uh, it is a very major uh, one um, sort of first time exercise in most countries. And I think, I mean, 
customers who are very, very prepared already to customers uh, who are um, probably struggling a bit to, to comply with the legislation. Um, what I think we will have is uh, we will have certain um, sympathy uh, from regulators for companies which, although they might not be 100% compliant, they have taken uh, significant steps and have shown good faith uh, in order to meet the uh, requirement of the legislation. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And that, that was something I was going to ask is whether you think you know, we're immediately going to see, and I mean, some of the potential fines for GDPR breaches are, are huge, aren't they, in terms of proportion of, you know, global revenue. As you were saying, we're going to see some leniency there based on people putting in the initial endeavour to, to put some of these processes in place. For an Avaya customer who can obviously be reassured that from the Avaya end onwards, their systems are going to be compliant. What would you recommend they do internally uh, if, if you know, they haven't taken any steps at the moment in terms of GDPR's implementation? Well, I think, I think they need to be looking at how they are using the technology. Um, so, for example, uh, in, um, in call recordings, which they might be taking, or, or, or video recordings, uh, are they obtaining the um, the consent uh, of, 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 of the um, of the data subjects to be uh, to be recorded? Um, first of all, they need to ask whether they need that consent for that conversation. But if they do, are they obtaining that consent? Um, are they holding the data for the uh, right amount of time, or should they be? Uh, after a certain amount of time, deleting their data according to their sort of data retention practices and according to obviously the legislation, um, do they have the appropriate uh, security features uh, over the data? Uh, and here I'm referring to the um, sort of technical features, but also the organisational features as well, as regards who internally is able to access uh, that, uh, that that data. And also, are they, are they able to locate different pieces of data should a data subject um, request it to be sort of located um, and, uh, and given to them or, or, or deleted? It is a case, isn't it, of evaluating your entire business processes in terms of how you hold data, whether that's voice or video or, or numeric or any type of data, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, absolutely. And I think um, companies, um, to a certain extent, many companies have been data hoarders. And I think companies will need to sort of change and evaluate which data they hold, they should hold, which data they shouldn't hold. And they will need to evaluate the data retention and deletion practices. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Cole. I appreciate it. It's It's a complex subject. So I appreciate you coming on and shedding some light on that. Thank you very much, Patrick. It's been an absolute pleasure. Many thanks to Coldo for explaining the basics of GDPR to me. I know lots of people out there are confused by this legislation, so if you have any questions, get in touch and we'll do our best to help out. You can submit questions in the comments section of of this article on our website or get in touch via LinkedIn or Twitter at UC Today News. There is also a lot more relevant GDPR-related content on the website if you go to UC Today and search for GDPR. Thanks again for listening.